Scott and Liam versus Evil. I killed a legendary miss today on Red Dead Redemption, so I think that makes me pretty much a full-on cowboy, if not an outdoorsman. What makes the moose legendary? Has it done Fucking some... size of it. Plus, on the map, it had a wee crown on it. <laughs> Just on the map, or did it have a wee crown and like actually on its head? Because that would be quite a legendary moose. No, it genuinely was absolutely massive. Like, and then uh, it just came charging for me. I just kept firing arrows at its face. So it was pretty cool. And then I managed to take the. Uh, the stuff and sell it to folk, and it cost uh, them £35 to buy its skin off me, so that was pretty cool. <sighs> Fucking hell, man. Inflation. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, did you kill it just with arrows, or did you kill it with, like, guns? No, I killed it with arrows because I properly tracked it. Like, I'd done the wee, check the, uh, for the clues and all that, and followed the, the trail, and I seen it, and I crept up on it, and then I studied it, and then pew, 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 shot it full of arrows. Not so much a cowboy then, as much as you're a Native American Indian, if you're shooting things with bow and arrows. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that. So you're an Indian rather than a cowboy? Well, I've got a spirit animal uh, as the uh, um, a wolf. They're pretty cool. And then, which is also, because I'm one of those I'm one of those cowboys that's not a dick, that's like one with nature and is, is one with their fellow Native American Indians. Like, I didn't want to rush them off the land, but... You know, it's everybody else done it, so I was just like, well, you know, everybody else is doing it, you know. There is no way your spirit animal is a wolf. <laughs> if anything, your spirit animal is like a fucking dormouse or like a three-legged badger. That's what, in fact, no, badgers are quite ferocious. You are a, a blue tit. I am somebody you want to have in your posse. That's, that is for 100% true. Scott, I don't have many people in my posse, and <laughs> there's, there's still no space for you. <laughs> Welcome to Scott and Liam vs. Evil, episode 87. I'm Liam. And I am Scott. Or Wolf. <laughs> uh, today is Scott's pick, and after the, the, the way you treated my pick last week, Dead of Night, the way you unfairly lambasted it, I was really really hoping you would pick something shit that I could properly slaughter you for. However, do you want to tell the listeners what you picked? See, see, see. Hola, muchachos. Volvemos a México, así quizá que los tacos y el tequila y visito un templo. ¿Eres luego? You like fajitas and tequila and you visited a temple? Pretty much, I uh, we, let's let's go back to Mexico and we will have some tacos and tequila and visit a temple. Temple, <laughs> temple. That was me. That was I. I couldn't. I couldn't even stop being Spanish. Did you see that? I couldn't even stop saying it in Spanish. I had to say it. <laughs> do you think you said temple in Spanish, or do you think you actually said temple? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. Your Spanish is coming along leaps and bounds. Totally fucking racist. That the only thing you could say was fajitas and tequila, but it's all right. The, the listeners are used to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I picked. I know the only thing is because I couldn't find anything about the Mayan language, so I just went with Mexican, even though there's not really any Mexicans in it, other than the fact that they're in Mexico. But <coughs> Mexico Mexicans are the same as North Americans, technically. Right. <laughs> and the way that they hunted the natives off the land, because Mexicans are just Spanish. The Spanish just settled in Mexico, and the British settled in America, and French settled in Canada. Right. The Germans, fuck knows what happened to the Germans. They stayed in Europe and tried to take over the world, but we all know how that ended. Anyway, um, 
So the movie that you picked for episode 87 <laughs> is... The Ruins. From 2008, directed by Carter Smith. Uh, it stars Jenna Malone. Ah, oh, Jenna Malone. Uh, Sean Ashmore, Jonathan Tucker. Ah, and... Jonathan Tucker. <laughs> and Laura Ramsey. I actually really like Jonathan Tucker yeah. because... I was like, I recognise his face. I know he's been in things. What's he been in? He was one of the young boys that get beasted from Kevin Bacon. Oh, from Kevin Bacon? Beasted by Kevin Bacon in Sleepers, yeah. which is one of my favourite movies. Yeah, I love watching me boys get beasted as well. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, the, that's the wolf coming out in you. Uh, I watched this one last night to get uh, to take my notes and stuff, so I was right up to date. So when I opened up my DVD box, because I own this one, that... Uh, I still had some stickers, like price tags on the inside from Missing. I don't know if I used to buy stuff from Missing all the time when I stayed in town. I've probably talked to Britain this show a lot. Um, and they they cover their, their boxes, their DVDs with the prices everywhere. Front, back, inside, underneath the DVD. Like, they're everywhere. You need to take about 20 stickers off these boxes when you get them. Anyway, it was just a wee nice reminder that I opened it and I realised, oh, this is a Missing one. It cost me £3 back in the day. Now, I can't remember if I bought this randomly and enjoyed it or bought it because I had seen it and enjoyed it, so I wanted to own it. Either way, I remember enjoying this movie. I remember it as a hidden gem, like an under-the-radar effort. So my, my note start is, let's see if it holds up. See, when you told me that you were picking it, I was like, right, I, I, I own this. But the way I buy DVDs is I go, oh shit, that looks good. Buy it, watch it, find out it's shit, and then I'm stuck with it for life. Or find out it's good, and then I'm stuck with it for life. <laughs> so I was like, shit, I can't really remember. Did I enjoy this? Or is it one of those ones like Trash Humpers where it's banished to the dark bits of the shelf? And we'll get into how I feel about it. Uh, so we'll play the trailer, then we'll do a synopsis, and then Scott will run through his notes and I will uh, try my hardest to slate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? Ancient Mayan temple off the beaten path. I want to go. I'm in. 1,000 years ago. This feels weird, Jeff. Why won't they come near us? This was a place of sacrifice. Wow. It's beautiful. It still is. Did you see that? Something's on me. They won't let us leave. Why are they doing this? It has something to do with the ruins. Based on the terrifying bestseller. Get off me! inside me. I want to cut it. Ah! Ah! The ruins. I'm not okay. I keep saying I'm okay. I'm not okay. I want you to look at me. <laughs> a group of friends whose leisurely Mexican holiday takes a turn for the worse when they, along with a fellow tourist, embark on a remote archaeological dig in the jungle where something evil lives among the ruins. That, that, to me, that's still not in English. Fuck you, IMDb. Your synopsis, <laughs> your synopsis are shite. So, The Ruins. Yeah, I picked this movie, this was on uh, our list of episodes to do way back when I first came back, when I went to Mexico on honeymoon last year. Um, obviously, our picks chop and change as, as we go along, so it get pushed to the back burner. Um, but this movie, when I put it on, it's only been on for like two minutes, and already I was so nostalgic to go back to Mexico. Like, it was it was so fast, man. I was I was so quickly wanting to be back in holiday, almost about as quick as it took our main characters to agree to go a road trip with a random German that they just met. I was like, "Wow, 
sitting by the pool sipping beers. It's crazy that this movie makes you so nostalgic for Mexico when it was filmed in uh, the Gold Coast Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It was set in Mexico, the way. Yeah, it was definitely set in Mexico. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you starting to think there that you've watched the wrong movie or no, you just weren't paying attention? I watched some of the special features last night and, and it was, I remember them talking about like the Australia bits and I was like, oh, they must have just filmed it there and then you just said it there, I thought, why well, no, wait, it, it was definitely set in Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Side of the Runes is a. Uh, it kills me to say it because I don't want to admit it, but it is actually a very good film. It came out at the time, kind of 2008, where a lot of the shit that was coming out was shit. It was just run of the mill horror that didn't do anything different, and they were just churning it out so you could buy it for £6 in Asda the second it came out, and it didn't do anything different than the last one that you bought from Asda or any other supermarket for £6. This is a wee bit different. The same as you, I started watching it. Didn't get nostalgic for Mexico because I've never been to Mexico. But I was like, oh shit, yeah, I remember this film. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun with this. But now I'm going to watch it and try to find the fucking, the, the worst things about it and just pretend that I hate it. But, c'est la vie, that did not happen. There are some there are some questionable parts in it. There are some, there's at least certainly one scene that, um, or, uh, there's one scene in one uh, scientific logistical thing that uh, I'm going to criticise when we get to it but uh, let's go back to the start so, so basically I've said that they're just, they agree to go with this, so basically the German guy comes and just spe- speaks to them randomly, I can't remember where the fuck they start speaking to them for right, so they're in Mexico for a holiday one of the guys, Sir Jonathan Tucker Jeff, is going to medical school and his bird is Jeremy Malone and there's another couple, they're in Mexico and it's like their last night, the German guy comes over at the pool, I think he wants a drink or he wants a light or whatever it is, it's inconsequential mm. he then they get to talking and he's going to go to a temple where his brother and his brother's girlfriend went to a few days before and haven't came back so it's meant to be really good so he thinks why not extend the invitation and I said they should have just went to Koba Maya or another uh, official organised trip that the hotel runs and they wouldn't have died <laughs> so spoiler alert Scott <laughs> Literally ruined the movie in the first 10 minutes. As always. Also, also uh, the theme of organised excursions will, will run throughout my entire notes. Just so you're aware. I take it you've got a lot of, a lot of positive feelings about Mexican organised excursions. Sometimes, as much as I hate society and as much as I hate authority from time to time, I also understand the importance of rules <laughs> and sensible decisions. I also have a lot of time for organisation and planned trips. Yeah, why, why fucking put yourself in ridiculous danger? As especially, and I don't mean to offend the Germans, but if a German guy came up to me and went, oh, do you know what, it's a good idea, <laughs> we Germans really like doing this, instantly I'm going to think, oh, do you know what, no, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to take a step back and think about this. Yeah, as much as I fully, fully love Europe and I love visiting all these wee cities and seen different and drinking the wee German beers and all the rest of it I have seen Hostel and that will never never stop being the forefront of my mind when I hear European stock but like Hostel and Hostel 2 and stuff the, the, the main folk that they're trying to get are young girls we are not really in any danger uh, Hostel 1 was three young fit men in the prime of their life that's exactly who I am right now 
what? The prime of your life? You're well past it. No, 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 no. Playing his party at your house, um, Paul Craig, MMA fighter, uh, said to me that 35 was the prime of life, so I've still got a couple of years left in me to get buff. (laughs) Do you know, that's a a total tangent, but he was actually in today uh, talking to me. And he was asking how the podcast was going, and I told him because he's choking to get back on it. And he's like, "Scott still never came to jiu-jitsu. That night, he was talking about how he was definitely coming to jiu-jitsu. I said, "The fucking first time you get Scott in a gym doing jiu-jitsu, I'll eat my own face." <laughs> Did he actually say that? Aye, he's like, uh, he, he was talking to me. I was uh, quite drunk. Obviously, talking to him. I, well, I see, you're obviously out your mind if you agreed to do some sort of gym work. Uh, he's like, he's never, he's never came to jiu-jitsu. Is he still fancy doing it? I was like, that was never going to happen. That was drunk nonsense. The fucking second it left his mouth. <laughs> so Paul's waiting for you to go to jiu-jitsu. Right. Well, the thing is, because I'm put off because that time you tried to kill me in, Ten- in uh, Tenerife, so. I know he'll just kill me even quicker than you could, so... It wasn't killing you, we were wrestling. Yeah. It was, it was fun boy time. <laughs> no, I didn't find it very fun. Anyway. <laughs> the fact is that I didn't even know what I was doing, I just knew more than you, so <laughs> it turned out a bit, a, a bit of a murder. <laughs> uh, but aye, that's, that's like a good wee tangent. So, uh, back to the movie. So, in these movies, one thing that I don't... Really, like, they always give the impression that one of the girls is going to cheat when a random hot foreigner turns up. Um, I wrote my notes, last night I wrote my notes, I wrote, uh, when a random hot foreigner, brackets, I want to know what love is. I think in my head I was going to try and, like, say foreigner, then blast straight into that, and somehow tie it into the fact that the lassie just wants to know what love is, and that's why she's cheating. Uh, anyway, they always make, and I've also called, <laughs> sometimes, I always say I'm Scottish, sometimes I'll say I'm British, depending on what this, the context of the situation is, but in this note... I'm saying I'm a European as well, so they always make us Europeans seem sinister. Us yeah. Europeans. I just like to fit. I just like to fit in wherever I wherever I put myself, wherever I lay my hat. That's my home. <laughs> your cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your Native American headdress. <laughs> Native American headdress. Right? Uh, in reality, though, if you are in a country like this and a sexy hot foreigner comes up, they are going to cheat. I would fucking like. If I was Jenna Malone, I'd be all over that German boy. Because the doctor guy, Jonathan Tucker, he's a handsome bastard, but you've got to remember, he's going to be a doctor. There's going to be times that he, he's not got time for you, man. Yeah, he's, he's got to be born as fuck, man. He's just got to be making hundreds of money and working all the time and being born as fuck. Where if you want to go some kind of crazy mad German who's probably got to go on some industrial rave and like really, really, really Europeanly fucky, you know? No, that, <laughs> born, like, no, that American born fucking like proper like European fucking. <laughs> Maybe like sit with you and kind of long for the days of the Weimar Republic and the Third Reich and all that I can't wait can you imagine anything more exciting than that <laughs> yes <laughs> plenty so my, my, my next note is Jenna Malone get to fucking bed he just passes out on the beach and then he's like hey, come on let's go and she's like no and then he just leaves her you don't go and leave your bird when hot with hot Europeans when she's steaming out her tits especially when they set up the guys as creepy rapists man you absolutely do not do that however the guy actually turned out to be a gent. <laughs> now that is modern movies screwing up my sense of person, always thinking folk are rapists when some people are just, you know, nice. <laughs> the the kind of the balance is slightly skew with though, that more often than not they will be rapists. Yeah. Yes. So hi, anyway, she falls asleep, they wake up the next day. Tits they, <laughs> There's tits. So we see the full naked body, tits inside boob. Pretty good uh, ones. 
then I, then I also went back this is another note to say I want to be back on holiday I think it was just from seeing a naked tanned blonde bird in a hotel room got to say that says a lot about your marriage that the only way you get to see tits is when you're on holiday so fair <laughs> enough <laughs> and I can say that because I know your lovely wife doesn't listen <laughs> Uh, so the the German guy is writing a, a map to these runes for two, is it Greek guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, kind of all our partiers and our Jonathan Tucker guy is like, right, we are just getting ready, let's go. Jenna Malone's hungover as fuck because she obviously fell asleep on the beach and she was out, out of her tits. And they then pack up to go and visit these runes for yeah, a nice well- lovely... Out. I might jump in before we go too far. I think I was like, see, at this point in the movie, I was thinking, I think I like all these people. You know how like you usually see characters and stuff, and you're like, oh man, fuck's sake, they annoy me or whatever for however long. To begin with, when everything's fine and everybody's happy, I quite like the characters. Even gentleman alone, who was slightly annoying when she was drunk, and then it is her right to get drunk, so you know, fine. But it's not cool that she's going to cheat. But I think I like them all, and I think that she. Like when she wasn't wanting to go, she was either was it because she was hungover or because she felt guilty about like trying to cheat with the German boy. Do you think that's why she didn't want to go? Oh, no, I, th- I definitely think it's because she was hungover. Yeah. Also, uh, her boyfriend's naked ass, even Stevens for nudies, and he is buff as fuck. Um, <laughs> so this is a modern movie that gets a naked guy and a naked girl. So thumbs up for both, depending on what gender you like to um, view. Also, gender doesn't exist. We're all fluid. Back to the story. <laughs> uh, I am the same as you. I like the characters and Jenna Malone's character is actually really annoying as fuck and I don't think you're meant to like her mm-hmm. but because it's Jenna Malone it's kind of hard to distance her as a person and from the character because she's been in so many good things that anything she's in I'm like, I like her. Yeah. So uh, the rest of the characters are very likeable. You yeah. are correct. So they get to like outside of the, the complex and they get to like rural Mexico and um, Jenna Malone's doing that kind of American touristy thing where she's got a fancy camera and she's taking pictures of random people on the street. Now, people accept that. They like, like, take pictures of random people on the street, especially poor people. Like that New York page when they take pictures of like people in New York, do they ask the people first? You've got I a fancy think... camera, do you take p- pictures of random folk when you go to places? Just Wayne's. Uh, <laughs> no, courtesy is if you are going to take them, like Vietnam, if you just looked at them and pointed to the camera, they would usually nod because they actually quite like getting their pictures taken. But in kind of Western places, if you're just standing in the street taking pictures, somebody will punch you. Yeah. So you should you should ask if it's if it's like poor folk that you're uh, or homeless people you're taking pictures of. You should really be compensating them in some way because it's not really fair just to th- shove a camera in their face because you're going to show all your fucking rich well-off pals like what this guy or what this woman was like so yeah you should definitely compensate them yeah. don't go taking pictures of random people on the street mm. or kids good that's good that is <laughs> so that is a life lesson for everyone to, to take uh, on board um so they go and they try and they get stopped off and they try and get like a taxi to take them to like they've got the spot on the map where the room's supposed to be and the boy looks at it and he's like ah, no fucking chance man and then the other boy comes out and uh, lifts up and gives him uh, like a wad of notes Money talks, amigo. Vamanos into my taxi. And I, I just made that up. It's a truck taxi. If you're not sure, yeah, get it? Because his taxi was like a truck. Patent pending. Uh, TM Scott Howley, um, 2019 Truxy. Truxy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Uh, they don't have health and safety in Mexico. You don't need seatbelts. You can sit in the back of a truck. It's fine. <laughs> right. So they get dropped off in the middle of the jungle now. 
they just think they could be sitting by the pool eating tacos and sitting modelos, but no, they're in the jungle. And to get back, she just said it's a 20 mile hike and I'm wearing flip flops. Why the fuck is she wearing flip flops? I went to visit one of these temples. Were you aware of that? Have I told you that story before? Hey, I've seen your pictures. Right. And you have to wear shoes. And at that village that I went to, by the way, that they made me wait to tears and let me uh, taste a tequila. Go a guided tour, guys. Honestly, you get so much more benefit from it and you don't die. There is also other things in Mexico other than tequila and fajitas and tacos, despite what Scott's saying. Um, I but not much. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep digging the fucking <laughs> Mariachi bands. Um, Mexican wrestlers. <laughs> Mexican wrestlers, yeah. Right, um, right I, had a, I had a thought, right? Now, so, the, so they decide, this is when they decide they're standing at the kind of entrance to the jungle where they've been dropped off and there's some ruined cars sitting there like that looks as if they've been there for a long time and Jenna Malone kind of has a wee um, a slight freak out and says look I don't really want to go here I'm not comfortable with this and I'm thinking all couples and groups of friends on holiday should have a safe word like when she didn't want to get in the jungle she wasn't comfortable she could have said like watermelon or whatever the safe word will be and then then, they, then that's the end they're hiking back out the jungle and they're safe Although you'd probably always have some pussy ass that will just fucking say the safe word all the fucking time, wouldn't you? I think a safe word was probably when she said, I don't feel comfortable with this, I don't want to go in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should have been enough. <laughs> if she's in a jungle just saying watermelons, you're going to be like, ah, where? You're not going to think this class is in an emergency need to evacuate this jungle. <laughs> I take it watermelons, your your sexy safe word, like when, uh, when your wife gets too frisky with the... the the clamps in the car battery. Absolutely. Just watermelon. Never said it yet. <laughs> you can you can withstand that pain. Yeah. I re- I wrestled with you in Prague, I know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they, they, they go through the jungle and they come across the temple which is all covered in, in kind of foliage and moss and plants and vines and everything. And then the we kind of tribe runs out, uh, we kind of miniature people and that and comes out Is he playing, boss, is he playing? It's like the wee guy for uh, the, one of the James Bonds. I don't know which one is. Um, <laughs> the one that one set in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but surely that for that wee mini tribe, they could have surely if they pointed the weeds. We could have figured out what the deal was, and they wouldn't have ever went on the the temple, and then we could have walked away and been fine. You would think, but it would think. be a bit pretty kind of rubbish movie if it just they pointed to the vine. Well, oh, fuck. Maybe we're not meant to go on this. And they, get back to, they get back to the hotel and then we just watch them like for the rest of the hour and a half just having a good time by the pool. Aye, just naked, naked guy ass and naked side boobs. Be good. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> but uh, what we do get is a brutal and really well done death that still holds up. Like it, yeah. like it does come out of nowhere because at this point, you know obviously it's a horror movie you're watching. You know that something sinister is going to happen. You're not entirely sure where it's going to happen yet. Um, I don't know if any of the pictures on the... I mean, the, the front cover of my DVD shows the, the kind of plants, but it doesn't really insinuate that they're going to be alive as such when you when you find it. So at this point, we still don't know anything that's, that's going to happen. And the boy who's not the German boy, the guy who, uh, I think he's a native, or yeah, I think he's a guy who's friends with the German guy, and he steps up to the tribe to try and speak to them, and then he just gets an arrow in the chest, and it's like, fuck, and it's done really, really well, and you, it's, you just don't expect it, and then he just gets his face shot off and it's the practical effect because I watched that on the special features it was practical effects he had wee squibs in his nose and at the back of his head and the the first time the actors saw it was the, when they'd done the take and they got like a like a fright when it happened because it was so realistic looking and um, and it just it just it fully holds up it's one of those kind of brutal like out of the blue 
Yeah. Uh, kills it definitely. I like you say it's even now it still fucking gets you. It still looks good. And I think that's what I actually really like about this film. All the practical effects are all done very well and not in a kind of weird CGI way it's definitely going to date and not in an over the top cheesy practical way mm-hmm. that's going to date uh, it definitely is a plus point for this yeah but it's also a reason why you should always go on official guided tour look call me old fashioned but I've never seen anybody get their heat blown off so <laughs> <laughs> the tribe chased them up to the top of the, t- the temple now you can't actually climb in all of these temples so you're not allowed to I climbed in one I was allowed to climb mine, just so you know. Who told you you were allowed to? My tour guide, my official uh, licensed tour guide. Aye, but you're no, you're no then going to like the actual really cool secret ruins like this. Well, no, this was quite a cool ruin. This was quite a cool ruin, and it was uh, there was a big massive spider on it, like a full on like Toblerone tarantula, like walking about. Mm. Up it. it was in the middle of the jungle, properly jungle. Can't climb it anymore. Cancelled it after November. Oh really? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so they get to the top and then they start kind of talking and saying like, "What the like, basically they're like, what the fuck is going on? There was a tent at the top of the, the, the temple they think was maybe Matthias, his brother. Uh, and then they look down and see the tribe kind of making camps like round about at all four corners, all four sides of this temple. And they think, what are they waiting for? Why don't they want us to come off? So they're up at the top of this temple. There's no shade. It's fucking Mexico. It's roasting. And then um, the other two... Um, I forget what are their names, uh, Eric and uh, Tits. Eric, and Je- Eric, Stacey, Amy and Jeff. Jeremy Malone's Amy, Jonathan Tucker's Jeff, Laura Ramsey is Stacey and Sean Ashmore is Eric. I really uh, want to uh, retract me calling the women Tits. That was a horrible thing <laughs> <laughs> to name her. It was just because that would be the reference to um, the girl who we, who we seen her lovely Tits earlier. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, no, I just really cut that whole thing if you can. <laughs> I am. Aye, that's how I do, Scott. I'm going to cut that. Okay, and let's go back in now. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, anyway. Right. So you've offended the Mexicans, you've offended the women. All we need now is one more for the, the trilogy, so let, let's see Let's see where you go for here. So, uh, Eric gives Stacey the water, she's drinking the water, and Jeff says, no, don't, we should save the water. And then it goes, why do you get to decide? I was like, see if someone's taking charge in a situation like this, and they're making sense, why wouldn't you just listen to them? Why, some people are just so stubborn or so stupid. Why do they always need to argue a sensible decision? Yeah, especially at this when his answer is, because I'm a medical student. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, actually, you are, you are the guy who's the most experienced and, like, to help us in this situation, I will listen to every word that comes out your sexy mouth. Yeah, absolutely. So, what did, did we hear the phone ringing? Is this how they, they're straight away? Yeah, and they want to. Yeah. There's like a hole in the middle of the temple that takes you down into the temple. Um, so they tie Matthias up because he is like saying, My brother's down there, so I'm going to go down. Uh, there's a wedge, and he goes down, and then the rope snaps. And yeah. that's horrible in itself because he just kind of. It's just the way the rope kind of loses all tension and he just plummets down into the darkness. And that's all on them. Like, that's nothing to do with the tribe. That's nothing to do with um, any kind of supernatural uh, stuff that's going on. That is them. Because if they had just climbed to the top of this tower and had lost the brother, they would have done the same actions anyway. If everything else was fine and everything else was the way it was supposed to go, he was still going to fall down that and like break his legs. So that, yeah. that's fully on them. And that's fucked up like, when you're stuck out there in the middle of nowhere. Obviously, at this point in the movie, like you have mentioned the, the plants, 
when you're watching it, you are thinking, well, this tribe have just chased them up here and are now just staking them out. What is going on? So you can understand why they kind of lower down because they're thinking the only way off this is maybe to go down there, maybe go on underground. Find another way uh, out. I find another way out because right now, the viewer and they are thinking they're just waiting to shoot us. We are not getting off this temple. Yeah. So I can understand why he done it, but the the actual the kind of fall is fucking brutal, man. <laughs> oh, I definitely. Now, um, I can't remember when they go down to get him. Did they go down just now to pick him out, or does no. does uh, does Jenny Malone go off the the temple first? She. I think my next note is her going off the temple. She goes, she wanders away, like says, "Fuck this," and um, she goes away down down the stairs, like to try and go. And Jeff chases after her. I think, why, why the fuck did she think that the murderous tribe would change their mind after killing their pal? Like, what, what does she think changed when she goes down to the bottom? But then it's obviously this scene is only simply so that she falls over on the vines and she picks one of them up and throws it at them as if to say, like, fuck you guys, like, because they're pointing arrows and guns at her, and she's just like, fuck you, is what he's playing it. And the vine, bit of vine that she throws hits a wee boy, and then they all freak out, and then shoot the wee boy. And it's just to show us that they're actually fear the vines. It's not, like, at this point, you, they're not necessarily saying that, staking out to get the tourists, they're saying, you've touched these vines, and they are nasty, spreadable, evil, so stay away from us. It, it, that, I didn't really get it that it was the vines at that. I just thought it was, right, they've touched this sacred temple, so anything that, that anything on the temple is evil or is a curse, whatever. So I didn't really see it was a bit of the vine. I just seen her throwing something. I thought, right, the first time I watched it, I thought, right, cool, it's just because they've touched this temple, so now they're definitely fucked because they've obviously stood on it. Uh, but the wee, imagine shooting the wee boy, man. Yeah. I could have chicken shot wee boy, probably. Good wee dick, probably. You d- what? What did you say there? I could shoot wee boy if he was a wee dick. I thought you said I could shoot a wee boy right through his wee dick. I think, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing saying you shoot a wee boy, but if you're actually going to aim through a wee dick <laughs> to kill him that way, that's, that's, that's quite aggressive. It depends how much a wee dick he is. <laughs> <laughs> so they shoot the wee boy they run back up to the top and they're fucking they're continuing to freak out is their main plan just to wait it out until their families report them missing I, I think that's the, the they know somebody they know somebody's going to come looking for them when they don't check out the hotel or get their flight the next day so see if before the vines start to get fully fucked up what would your plan be like how would you plan or expect to get out of this situation at the very start I would have picked whatever one of the group that I didn't like as much and I would have got on their shoulders and I would have made them walk to the into the jungle because at that point I'm still thinking it's because they've touched the temple. So I would have went on their shoulders so at no point have I touched the temple. <laughs> Obviously they would have got shot and I thought, right, cool, they've been shot and I would run out of the jungle. <laughs> so I would die. I'd, I'd die straight away. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. What would you do? Uh, I think I would just die as well. I don't. I don't see an, an actual way out of this, of that temple. <laughs> so, so you would will yourself to death, or you would just? No, I just walk off. I just walk towards the tribe and just get shot. But it's all right because you you can speak Spanish, so I, you so, would actually okay. be able to reason. No, no, so can Jeff, and they don't listen to Spanish. They're they're Mayan, so we're fucked. <laughs> Fair so there's a scene now. I think no, wait. I think they've been. I think they've been down the sta- I think they've been down the, 
down the hole, and they, they go back. They go back up, and they hear the phone ringing, and then the girls go down. No, but have they not been down already to bring Matthias back up? Oh, had they? Yeah, I think so. I thought. I thought this is where they. Yeah, no, 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 because yeah, no. So they go down. They go down the hole, and the two girls go down the hole, and then they they've made a stretcher and they put Matthias on the stretcher and bring him back up. And he's fucked. He's got two fucking broken legs, and he's. He's well, he's a goner, but she the the Stacy the blonde lassie she falls and hurts her leg, so she gets a cut and uh, opens her skin open. So she's already been down. Yeah, because it's quite a good cut as well. A really kind of horrible practical effect gash, as in horrible because it looks fucking nasty. Yeah, you know, as in it's horribly done. Yeah. Uh, so we then get a scene that. Um, Jeff's doing a piss, and then I was like, wait, were they Vines whispering each other there? Were they laughing at his dick when he's pissing? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it makes it seem like, because the Vines are like going... <laughs> that's, that, that's so you know you're very well hung, or just not really hung enough. Plant, <laughs> the laughing. Plants start laughing at you. <laughs> so they, both, they, they all go to sleep, I think, because they wake up in the morning, and my next note is, if I woke up with a plant wrapped around me and inside me, I would shit myself. I would literally just squeeze out a jobby just as I was sitting. <laughs> I think my anus would just relax so much that it would just, like, the scream would, like, simultaneously push shit out of my ass as I was just sitting as as my friends and uh, wife pull pants <laughs> out of my insides. <laughs> to be fair, you're up there with Jonathan Tucker. Your ass is already relaxed. <laughs> uh, but I... I I have no way to top that or any other <laughs> back to that. So yeah, okay. so, uh, yeah. So Stacy's got like a, a vine wrapped around her leg and like kind of enter in her leg through the cut that she's got, and they go outside and somebody looks at Matthias and he both his broken legs are like fucking trees, man. The the vine is wrapped around him to absolute bits, and it just looks scary as fuck and horrible and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is when the girls go back down. Yeah so, uh, yeah, so she pulls her the, le- the, the reeds out uh, her legs and she thinks that's it. She thinks she's got everything, so she's ripped, bandages up her leg and they go back down the hole looking for her because the phone's still ringing. They think it's Matthias' brother's phone because they don't have any phones that work in their group. So they go downstairs and uh, they make these um, torches. Downstairs? They, they, go, they go down the giant hole that I sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did How do how did those torches work? They always use torches like that in these kind of movies and stuff, but how do they look? Why, why did they burn so long? I don't know. Is it is there like liquid on it, or I think I think traditionally the idea of the torch on a stick is like the fabrics like dipped in like slow burning wax or something like that keeps them burning for like a long time. But when just randoms make it with sticks and that's a t-shirt, they would just, just go and fire and go out. Mm. Anyway, no. <laughs> why don't they set the evil cannabis on fire? The torch. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like, see if you were up there. You can't go down the you can't go down the steps at the side. You can't go down the hole because people keep hurting themselves. Just put that. Do you know what? Fuck it. We yeah. got a torch. Why don't we just smoke our way off this? Yeah. Set it on fire. Would you think it? What, what would happen? But if you smoked it, see if it's like try to kill you before like it touches you. Would you oh, do you mean do you mean actually smoking it? Oh no, I mean like physically, you oh. grab some fucking bits of that, you grind that shit up, and you smoke a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know what would happen to you, actually. Because at one point somebody's going to die, so I'd wait to either the German guy or the lassie with the fucked leg. Whatever one died, I'd probably like. I don't know. Just go real fucking 
uh, Lord of the Flies, like gouge the eyes out and just use the head as a bong and try and smoke my way clean off that temple. <laughs> it's like, good, uh, yeah, it's a different movie, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a fucking fun movie. Now, so the scene, the two girls are downstairs, uh, down the hall, sorry, looking for the, the phone and they go down like a, a tunnel and they get in this week in a room and they find a dead body, p- p- possibly the girl architect or uh, archaeologist that the, the Tessie's brother was away trying to pump, went to the dig with her. Yeah. Uh, and they find the phone, but it's all smashed up and doesn't work. And this is when we, we realise that the plants are making the ringing noise, like the plants are imitating the phone to attract the humans in so they can get more prey. And this is when the whole walls down in the in the temple start to move, and that's the scene that doesn't really hold up. But I think this one's kind of more CGI. If it is, if it is, if it's not CGI, then it's it looks weird, and it's like. The whole the vines are all closing in on them now. The sense of dread and tension that they get from the kind of claustrophobic feel when the the opening they had to kind of climb push their way through the hole that they just come they went through is quite scary. Like that whole tight spaces like the descent idea, like that's creepy as fuck and that's horrible. Like that claustrophobic feeling is is definitely horrible. So that works well, but just the scene at the be- like the beginning that when all the vines are moving around them and then the the vine kind of steals the torch, and this is obviously why you can't set the fire because the vine steals the torch and eats it or puts it out or whatever. I don't know what it does, but um, that's that. But it's, that's it's kind of good and bad that whole scene. But they get out and they're fine for another couple. Is you actually thought about it, it? The concept of it sounds so stupid. It sounds like the that uh, Shyamalan film, The Happening, where at the end of it, spoiler alert, if you're going to see it, it's like the grass that's killing them. It just sounds so kind of on the nose that oh, maybe nature has turned against human and killing it but the actual movie handles it in such a way that you think this is possible, you think holy fuck, maybe these vines could kill you <laughs> and I think that's an R plus point, it's got such a stupid concept on paper but it executes it very well Now see the thing is though right, you get like Venus flytraps and whatever, you get these kind of plants in the jungles that'll eat like a fly or like a caterpillar or like bugs that'll crawl into them and they'll slam down and digest them with their enzymes and all the rest of it. The only reason that doesn't happen to like humans or tigers or whatever is because we're big and we move around faster. Mm. And because we're obviously stronger and can break the plants. Vines, you know, you get vines that'll crawl up walls like and tangle themselves around about other trees and like really tightly get themselves worked in. Like that tree, that bike, that picture of the bike that's grown into the tree because it's been there for so long. If humans had to stand still for long enough, plants would eat us. I bet that's like standing still for years on end. Yeah, I mean, I'll, as I'm saying, it'll, it'll never happen. But the idea that these, when the vines are like moving like across and like grabbing things in this movie, it's 10 years worth of movement happening in like 10 seconds. Yeah. So the idea is maybe not that ridiculously far-fetched. It's just like, Taking and it, like what plants actually do and just like fucking pumped it full of cocaine. <laughs> I like then took it and made it really, really far fetched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, were you thinking that it was going to go into like a kind of Evil Dead scenario where those vines were well going to rape one of them? I did think, yeah, I was thinking, no, they're not. I thought they can do that because they've already done, uh, what have they already done? They've already done like the vines insider, so they don't need to go. Divine rate, man. I thought they don't need to go there at all. But yeah, I thought they were going to do that. But I also thought, like, when when they find the phone, right, the plants then stop making the ringing sound. So I was like, are the, are the plants actually smart? 
are they like, oh, well, we can't do that. They've worked out that the phone's not working, so we no need to do that anymore. Yeah, I never even thought about that. That that would be a wee bit of a plot hole that would annoy me. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like how did the plants know? Yeah. Like they waited till they were there, then started mimicking it, and then when they found out that that was the case, like, well, we want to try something else. Like, why? If they're that smart, why don't they just mimic somebody going, "Oh, come on, get after the get after the fucking ruin," or just stay there, they'll be fine. And Aye. then you'll sit there and you'll get killed anyway. And if they're that, if they're that smart and like autonomous, why don't they just like stretch their wee limb, their wee viney arms in and just grab them on, just pull them out and eat them? Hmm. Why don't they, they spread off the ruins, go through the jungle, and just take over the entire world? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plot points, man. Plot points. <laughs> Um, right, so once again, Jeff is making a lot of sense with a lot of his ideas. He says that they need to chop off Matthias's legs. Now, that sounds crazy and barbaric when I just say it, like, flippantly, but he has got broken legs, and they are fucked, and he is losing blood, and he is going to get sepsis and die. So he decides that the best thing to do is to chop his legs off and cut, like, kind of close up the wounds the best as, as best as possible. Everybody else up there would be absolutely fucked if it wasn't for Jeff. That's what I'm saying. They're so yeah. against it. Eric's complaining and that, they're like saying, no, I don't want to, I'm not chopping off his legs and stuff, and uh, Jenna Malone's saying the same thing, no, don't be crazy, don't be crazy, and they're like, I'm being humane, it sounds horrible, but we need to chop off his legs, and then it says, uh, Eric complaining that he's only in med school, I said, I mate, that's still more of a doctor than you are, <laughs> but Matthias says, no, I chopped my legs off, so that was it, 3-2, to so decision made. Surely the guy who owns the legs, even if it was like fucking... 42 against him getting his legs cut off if the guy whose legs it is says cut them off you're gonna cut them off yeah so they go and start to start to chop off he says oh, we need to break the legs first before we can chop them off with your wee knife and uh, so Jenna Malone takes uh, Blondie into the tent because her legs our legs are next I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I've also wrote here as a note oh man I'd pure hate to get my legs cut off <laughs> It would be, yeah, it'd be quite detrimental like, having a, a an active lifestyle, like you know the jujitsu that you've been doing. <laughs> the boy, uh, the boy who who got it, Daniel, he says when he had the prosthetic on, when he had the fake legs and the fake kind of lower midriff, he said they they made it look exactly like my stomach, like the same kind of hair, the same length. So it was such trippy feeling looking down at my legs, like I kept trying to move the feet, and it was like it was so weird, like phantom pains because they wouldn't move. But I think that would be that would be quite weird. I think weird is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, I'd hate to lose my legs as well. I, I don't think there's many folk out there that would be like that. Actually, do you know what? Losing my legs sounds quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is the case, right? So, the, he, he breaks the legs and he's chopping them off, right? And Matthias is screaming away, right? Because, basically, Jeff says that Matthias has got nerve damage, so he can't actually feel it, but he can psychologically feel it because he's watching somebody chop his legs off, so he's screaming. But they're still shouting at Jeff for his decisions. Like, Jenna's coming saying, this is not okay! And like he never said it was okay, but they, they didn't have a choice. They had to go with it. Like, I mean, does he want him to stop halfway through, or, or what? Like, I don't know what they're wanting him to do. I don't know what they think by reacting in the way they're reacting is going to change anything or make anything better. Yeah, the way it should have ended is Jeff just fucking kills every one of them. And then just sits there and waits till somebody comes and finds him. Yeah. Everything, everything Jeff suggests is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Um, however, when the weeds steal uh, Matthias' feet, I'd be like, ah, fuck this, and just walk off the temple and let the old guy shoot me. <laughs> now, I'd hate, to be, I'd hate to be in a situation like this for you, because that's like four times you've been <laughs> thrown in the towel. <laughs> there's a lot of situations where I am ready, but see, there's no way out. There's just, where's the point? There's, there's literally no way off this fucking temple. It never actually shows you around the back. 
it shows you the world camped out around the kind of front and sides of the temple. I think, I think it insinuates that they're on all four sides. Ah, but I don't go with insinuation. I need them to show me that. Otherwise, that is a that is a clear exit that I could go. Technically, uh, Mayan temples have only got three sides, so maybe there's like if it was a proper Mayan temple, the, the, at the back it would just be like a flat drop, so you wouldn't be like off anyway. I learned okay. this on my official tour guide that I went to. You could use one of those big, giant, nasty vines to abseil down it. Right. <laughs> it just like wraps itself inside you and you just like slide down it. That- cool, you get the fun of abseiling and you also get your hole. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, Eric and Jenna Malone are sitting talking and then Stacey comes bursting out of the tent screaming that they were banging. Now, like I, w- I was, I was fully watching it, but I was unclear. Did the vines make her "quote unquote" hear her friend and boyfriend having sex because they weren't actually, were they? I think the yeah, the, the vines were just kind of making the noise as if they were, yeah. and like they were because there's still bits of vine inside her body, and she says one point that's in her head, like in her brain. So like, are they affecting her cognitive abilities and stuff, making her go mental, mentally ill? I, I I don't remember it actually showing you what she was hearing. It's just her coming out accusing them of it so it's yeah. meant to kind of get you on the back foot going whoa where the fuck's you get this from ah of course they're in her head they're, they're, they're speaking to her like in her brain yeah uh, see when the vines are all talking and they sound like the wee munchkins that are laughing you know when they're hiding in the bushes before when Dorothy shows up that's what it sounds like the munchkins you mean the lollipop guild Scott yeah the lollipop guild I. uh Right, see if see if I seen see if I seen the weeds crawling around inside me, I once again would shake myself. <laughs> this episode is just about how much or how quickly you would shit yourself or will yourself to death. Yeah, and I think that that's that's the point of a good movie, like a movie that will say that you can watch and say, "Fuck that, man! I would that would be me. Would be me. I need to watch to see how these people get to the end of this situation because you know when you watch a movie, you're like, ah, fucking all these fucking fannies watch it and go, oh you know, I would, uh, I'd punch him right in the throat and jump out the window and run away, and you're like, fucking bolt, you dick! No, you wouldn't. You would get just stabbed up by Michael Myers the same as everybody else gets stabbed up by him, right? Don't talk shit. But this movie, you're like, you're, you properly like this, like like that. You, you, there is no way out. There's no running. There's no nothing. You've just stuck in one place. So basically, you're like, "Fuck me, man!" And I think that's a good movie because it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, my next note is: When would you give up? <laughs> well, I think we've both decided that we would have like, given up at the very start, and then you've decided eh, another five times after that that you, <laughs> you would have gave up at every seen, step along the way. Would you have still been there when you're chopping people open to pull out the bits? If I hadn't already run, like run off and been killed or if I hadn't tried to smoke the ivy and <laughs> been killed I would have started chopping folk up quite quickly just so the plants had stuff to eat till I'd worked on a plant <laughs> uh, Right, so we, we come out the tent one morning and Stacy is chopping herself up, like they've already kind of cut her open and pulled out bits of the vines and uh, so then she's like convinced there's, and there is still more inside her. So she is chopping, she's hacking bits off her leg and pulling them out. She's like delirious. She's covered in blood. She's probably going to die by how much she's cut herself open. And they try and stop her, like the friends try and stop her. And uh, Eric runs up to to kind of pull to get the knife off her, and she just turns around and just stabs him right in the, the chest. Now when she's chopping herself up, that's one of the scenes that I remember. Like when I'm thinking back to this movie, that's like. That's like a scene that sticks in your head. That's one that remembers you that um, it is a good movie. But I did forget that she stabbed her bay, though. 
she, she stabbed her bee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think that's still hip. The bee? I think so. Uh, yeah, maybe. You're, you're definitely showing your age thinking it's still hip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a good scene. She's just basically skinning, her, skinning herself alive. Yeah. So now Eric is dead. Matthias is dead. Because uh, the vines fucking just like deep-throated him and he's choked to death. Uh, and then they stole him. Like he's, his body's not even there. They stole his feet and then they stole his whole body. Uh, uh, Stacy's going to die if she's not already dead. So shit has 100% hit the fan. It's time to go face Nick Knack and be done with it. Who's Nick Knack? Nick Knack's the name of uh, the wee James Bond. The plane! Villa Chase! It's the plane, boss! The plane! Right, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the shit has hit the fan and we're left with Jonathan Tucker and Jerry Malone. Who yeah. up with a shite plan? A good plan? A shite plan? I don't know. A good plan for Jerry Malone, a yeah. bad plan for himself. Yep. They pretend that she's dead because she's covered in blood. And they walk down and he puts her on the ground and then kisses her as if she's dead and then screams at the tribe and walks to the to the stage right of her, stage left, sorry, of her, and gets all the tribe to follow him for some reason. And then screams her name, so then that's the cue for her to get up and run away. Well, they shoot him full arrows. Yeah, and she escapes. Do you know what I think? That it's actually quite selfish of her because he's going to be a doctor. He can help people. I don't know what she's doing, but like she's way more. Uh, like she, she, she can be fodder, so she should really yeah. be carrying him. Yeah, down. she's just got to take hipster photos and cheat on future boyfriends. <laughs> so. Really, the, 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 wrong, the, the wrong person died. Now, there is no way in hell that she would be able to ru- outrun that tribe in their jungle, barefoot, when she hasn't eaten or drank for days. Yeah. Ah, but those those rotten cars that we've seen at the start of the, when they got to the jungle, they just happened to have keys in them and fuel and work. Very good. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are a few plot holes, but as with a lot of horrors, that you just have to kind of gloss over that because the experience as a package is way more enjoyable than pinpointing that obviously the cars wouldn't be running if they were sitting in the jungle for that long especially yeah. with fucking Killer Ivy about because it would have got right in about the engine and maybe stole the keys Yeah. so then she manages to drive away and then the Greeks show up, the ones from the, the hotel that Matthias was going to bring to the, the camp at the first point that were partying too hard so they come up now why don't the tribe stand on the temple side of it and scare folk away rather than scare folk onto the temple. Is that maybe a sacrifice thing? Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Thank you for starting. Sorry, you, you, you go, go, you do it. Do it, just, no, do it unless... Unless they're feeding it like a sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> I know, that's... I assume that's what it is. The, yeah. the, the temple needs to be fed for maybe them to live. Possibly to, to uh, oh yeah, or to keep it on the to keep it on the temple and not spreading off into the the jungle. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be a good sequel, like Waterworld, but just all plants, plant world. You would never see. You would never survive. Like you just walk walk about with Roundup, permanently strapped to your back. We round <laughs> Roundup. Is that a, a weed killer? Yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking adult, man. <laughs> you, you know you you know that is your brand name's a weed killer. <laughs> So I, what's your what's your final kind of summary of I, the ruins? Final summation is that this movie holds up. 
It's almost as good as I remember. The characters are likeable, even if slightly annoying when under pressure, but that's just life, because not everybody's likeable all the time. Uh, the visuals are good, and the baddie is creepy and t- starts talking. The effects work. The head trauma and the arrows are a plus, plus, plus. It doesn't rely on sex or sexual relationships. We get both male and female nudies. So I approve this movie. I fully enjoy it. Four idiots who don't go on an official guided tour out of five. I was, yeah, I was expecting that from you. Once I started watching it, I was like, yeah, shit, Scott's actually really going to enjoy this. If he hasn't already seen it, but obviously he did. You own it. Uh, the practical effects are very good. They hold up very well. Everybody in this, the whole, the whole cast, act out their skin, literally. Uh, it's very strong acting, especially for a kind of mid-2000 and the first decade. What What is 2000-2010? What is that called? The noughties? The noughties, yeah. What's 2011 to 2020 called? Uh, the 10s. The is that is that right? Yeah, we're back to the 10s. That... We're, we're about to get into the, uh, the swinging 20s. What was the 20s called? The 1920s? Uh, Prohibition and gangster 20s. So we're about to get back into that again. I bet it's not, they're not going to call it the swinging 20s because then when you're talking about the swinging 20s, nobody knows you're talking about now or then. That's the thing. I know that's 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 the problem we've, we've made for ourselves. This is what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the next 20, 30 years. See, when we get to the 60s, we're going to be fucked. <laughs> well, anyway, for a, for a horror for the mid... No, no, he's... Oh my God, I can't get this. <laughs> <laughs> a movie, a horror movie from the mid noise that actually holds up uh, with its practical effects, with its acting and stuff. It's a bit of a rarity. And Adam on the Facebook group actually kind of summed up perfectly saying it's hard to hate this movie when there's so much other shit out there that came out around that time. It is, it's an enjoyable film. It's a very kind of daft concept on paper, but they execute it well. The cinematography is nice. The, the gores are nice. The, the, the boobs and male ass is nice. Just try to cover all bases here. Yep, yep. Uh, but I'd give it a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. I was thinking about 3.5, so I, I can agree with that, um, that rating, yeah. Uh, it's not one that I would rewatch multiple times. I'm actually really glad you picked it, though, because it's the first time I've watched it since I bought it. Yeah. Uh, and watched it, and I'm, I'm happy that I revisited it. I'm happy I refreshed my memory of it. And maybe next year or the year after, I'll watch it again. But it's not one, obviously, I'd go back to every week. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Sweet. So we'll take a short break and then we'll be back to close out the show. What up, fuckers? It's Bam Margera here from Jackass and Viva La Bam, and you are listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. So, have you been watching anything else this week? I have finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I've moved on to Parks and Recreation, which is not as good as Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It is not as good as everybody's has said it is. I'm enjoying it. I love Chris Pratt. Um, but it, it, it's, the episodes are just kind of like they're like background noise. I'm not invested in all the characters. I'm also uh, asked last night on Twitter because I wasn't entirely sure who's filming it. Like they explained what it is. I know it's like supposed to. I'm guessing it's supposed to be like a documentary style, the same as The Office. But did they ever explain like what it actually is? Are they aware that like are they sometimes they talk to the camera, sometimes they don't. They obviously do the cuts to camera. Like I'm not entirely sure. But anyway. That's just, that's in the background. What I have started watching, and I'm almost finished it, I'm going to finish it tonight, is Polar. And that movie's fucking brilliant. See, I talked about it in the last episode, but it was before I'd watched the last kind of 25 minutes. So oh, I'll right, okay. so get that to go. Uh, I'd cut it from the last episode. I really enjoyed bits of it. 
but everybody else is fucking slating it. Really? And yeah, see, like on Letterboxd, like folk are firing one star, one and a half star reviews, and I'm like, hey, I don't, get, I get some of the criticisms, I don't get the hate. I think it could be shortened by half an hour, easy. It's like a two-hour runtime. It doesn't need to be that long, but I think it's stylish as fuck, and I think some of the gore and just Mads Mikkelsen himself I, I do think it's enjoyable as well yeah Mads, Mads Mikkelsen I love I love watching a movie where the bad guy is like fucking ten times better than all the other bad guys like he's like just everybody who tries to come and kill him he's just wiping them out and he's, he's one step ahead of them all the time like um, when he was out in the nude like to get the guy like in the snow and that I was like that's fucking badass as fuck however when I get to the end if Matt Lucas is a formidable bad guy for him and not just the the, the organiser like saying the words and getting other guys to do it, see if he takes any time to get to kill Matt Lucas, I'll be like, mm, I don't buy it. But uh, where, where are you just now? I'm not going to spoil it because people, you should, I think you should go and watch Polar, so we're not going to spoil it here. But he's where just, He's just met, he's just done the bit where he's naked in the snow and then he's just realised that his friend is now missing. Right, cool. There's still, obviously, a lot of good bits to come yeah. and uh, I maybe finish it this week and then come back next week and can I also then put in, on a point I just made about how I love movies where the bad like the one assassin is ten times better than the other assassins can I also say that I watch Close or Closer um, I, the one on Netflix about the female bodyguard have you I've watched not that? seen it um, it stars uh, is it Numi or Naomi Rapace the, the girl oh, Dragon yeah. Tattoo the original and she um, in this movie, she is not one step ahead. She is thinking on her feet, like in every turn, and it's it feels like realistic. And uh, I actually read a, a, an article in the newspaper yesterday about the actual woman it was based on, like a full on this badass woman who's like bodyguarded all these like properly like James Bond style like fucking jump on jets moving about the world to get away from Russians and stuff. And then she went on to like bodyguard like Bradley Cooper and uh, Gerard Butler at the Wimbledon and all that kind of carry on. Like but her life, she could sit down and talk to her about so much cool shit, but. The, the realism of this movie Close is like she the woman's thinking on her feet she's not 10 steps ahead of the guys she's not like you know so great and brilliant she's got all these skills and she she changes the chops and changes and utilises them as and when she needs them and she gets herself nearly killed like 100 times and she's not invincible and I thought that's a really good vision of of a person because just because you're like a trained you know CIA operative or whatever like government secret agent you're supposed to be doesn't make, mean you're invisible to fucking bullets it's like when you watch these movies, like like in Die Hard, and all the all the henchmen are cannon fodder, and they get shot off, like picked off one by one until you get to the final bad guy, and then it's like none of the bullets hit him. That's not real life. Real life is the fact that everybody is just as easily killed as the other person, and like different variations of skill and luck come into how how long a person lasts. So it's not like a it's not like a Liam Neeson revenge film. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> Liam Neeson. There should be a movie made about Liam Neeson in terms of how to fuck up your career in one simple sentence. And I think um, quoting Liam Neeson and not my own words, but I think is the word that um, put him in the sentence that put him in the ground. Yeah, he like... has. There's 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 two ways to look at what he's just done. There's and I've seen two different sides of this of this argument on social media. One is he's a filthy stinking racist. Condemn him. Nobody watch any of his movies and never let him make another movie ever again in the whole entire in his whole entire life. The other side say he said he'd done this forty years ago. He's describing what he'd done then and he's saying how terrible it was and now he's 
like he's changed from then. So if you if you want the world to change to everybody to be on a, a like, you know a politically correct and, and fair and equal point of view, you can't then criticize people for for saying this is what I've done because how many people listening right now have ordered food from the and went to the party shop? I don't say those words anymore, but I grew up around that was just the norm. All right. Yeah. Now don't ca- chastise me on on the world because. I don't like saying those words, and I've not said those words for years before. It got cool to be political correct. I've not said those words, but I do know people who still say them today. Yeah, like you, you learn from it, and yeah, if yeah. you want to get better, then yeah, learn from your mistakes. I'm not at all agreeing with what Liam Neeson has said. Uh, I, I don't even want to chip in my two cents because I, I, I also read I want enough to about it. Clear up more again before we finish off here. I don't agree with what he said in the in the whole entirety of the whole scenario like to hear that your friend was sexually assaulted or raped and then you go out looking to murder somebody that's bonkers in, as it, in itself I'd just be like phoning the police and say give them a description of the guy like, I'd, and the fact that he, he asked do you know who it was no what colour was he like that also shows that he yeah. said he was racist back then and also in the sense of someone else argued that he's not he hasn't he's still he's still got racist views he now realises that going out to murder someone is wrong but he still thinks that all black people are the same. That's so. There's there's loads of arguments. I'm not wearing any. I'm not wearing an actual opinion point of view. Uh, I think all all racism and evil is fucking fully wrong. Like actual racism and actual uh, inequality is wrong. <laughs> Still trying to dig yourself a hole. You're not even in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus. I just have Liam Neeson feels right now. <laughs> uh, I I just after well, when I read the kind of headline, I'm like. Oh Liam, what have you done? Literally, you've managed like unlike the rest of male, uh, white male Hollywood, you've managed to come to the other side of the whole Wayne raping, fucking touching up lasses. You've managed to come out of that as still a respected actor that didn't do anything stupid, and you then open your mouth and put yourself in a situation that's actually worse than <laughs> what a lot of other people are getting chastised for. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Is this like a really horrible marketing ploy for this new revenge film that's just seriously backfired? Or is... I, I, think, is, I, think, it's his, I think it's his mistake. I think I think he was trying to suggest how he taps into the feelings of revenge, but also I think he was trying to... I think he was trying to say, I've learned from my mistakes and now I'm a better person and the world can too, but his sentences and his way of thinking... Sh- is, is fully backlashed on him but it's the, it's 2019 it's the internet age people don't people act first and read later in fact most people don't even read like yeah. it was the it's the whole recently it was that whole smuck gate was the other one that was about remember when they kind of the young boys with the MAGA hats on and they were like like squaring up to the Native American Indians remember that story a couple of weeks nah. ago Nah, I didn't. I didn't see that. Well, the pictures of the wee boy, like the the teenager, seventeen year old or whatever, it was like standing like with this kind of smug face, like right up in the Native American Indian's face, was like, oh man, the, all these, you know, the the crowd, the kids behind him, like all wearing Make America Great hats. Um, they were saying that they were being like rude to the Native American Indian, and as it more and more as it transpired, the there was like three parties involved. There was like a, a 
black people protest. There was a Native American Indian protest, and then there was these kids there who were there. Like they, they, they were, they were, they were a horrible group of people anyway because they were there to protest against allowing women to have abortions. This this boys only Catholic school were there to protest against women allowing abortions. So that's fucking sickening as it is. Anyway, these are just they were just kind of young idiots. I mean, think how, how much an idiot you were as a teenager. I know I certainly was. And they were all kind of standing there, and they were. I think they were getting into a heckling match or whatever between the black protest. So Native American Indians walked in to try and. Like get between it and diffuse it in some kind of way, and the the man, the Native American Indian, walked. He walks up to this boy who's standing there, kind of like a deer caught in the headlights, with this kind of smug face on. But it's that face I remember it specifically from being in high school when uh, one of my one of my friends that I was friends with back then got himself and in, nearly into a fight with one of the fucking mental cunts at school, and it it happened almost like it wasn't his fault. Like it was one of these things like. They were kicking an empty can about, and he kicked it, and it like touched the boy's chin. Do you kick a fucking can at me? You're like, for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the smile, the look in his face, he was trying to look, he was trying to look hard. He was trying to look as if he wasn't bothered. He was trying to look nonchalant, but you can see the fear and the kind of unease in his face. It's like you cannot hide it, and that's what that we, that's what that boy's face looked like to me. Like this, this old man banging a drums right up in his face, and he's just trying to stand there and hold his ground. But the internet went fucking mental. Get him kicked to the school. Get that wee boy in jail. Kill him. Kill him. You're like fucking hell. Everybody needs to take a step back and just deal with your own inner circle, your own life, your own job, your own, you know, bills and your own family and your own friends. Don't concern yourself with the whole world because we can't deal with the whole world. The whole world is a is a whole world society. It does not work. And I hope we we get equality and we get the end of racism and we get the end of sexism and we get to all float about and we fucking float in cars and everybody's like Sandra Bullock and uh, Rocky Balboa and Universal Soldiers or whatever the fucking Demolition Man and we can all do that. But there always will be the 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 under sewer people eating rat burgers. There's there's no way you can get. God, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I have no idea. But hey, I managed to talk for a long time, eh? For the past five minutes, I was like, right, he's going to, he's going to stop now. He's going to stop now. I, I'm not going to edit any of that out. I have no idea what the fuck your point was. If anybody, if anybody, could, if anybody heard my point and understood my point, then, then say it in the group and say you agree with me, hopefully. Team Scott, and hopefully I've not just... Uh, <laughs> Champion like some kind of actual inadverted racist campaign or sex uh, campaign. That- I'm not sure. I, I, I'm worried that, that there was a lot of that that was just such waffle that you might come across as racist, not racist. I think no. I <laughs> Pro think... Trump, anti-Trump. I think you can wait. Everything you just said there, I think you could come under every single umbrella. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, isn't it? Because if you stand for no one, then you fall for everyone. Is that right? No, wait. No, wait a minute. If you stand for everything, then something will stick. Oh, wait. Shut, <laughs> shut up. We're <laughs> stopping you now. Mike's half. That's you, you're done. Uh, we've not even got time now to talk about what I've watched. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, black white documentaries. <laughs> but I, the, the Liam Mason thing is, is very silly, and I do feel bad for Adele that's worked on his new movie. For all, for it, it looks shite and like his other revenge films but everybody's going to boycott that film now and that's through no fault of their own that's through uh, something absolutely stupid and fucking mind-numbing that Liam Neeson's come out and said Uh, so it's a shame for the folk that have actually ploughed money into that film and ploughed their time into it that nobody's going to care about it nobody's going to go see it nobody's going to buy it that movie's fallen into the fucking the, the mists of time all because some Racist, possibly, possibly not. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Irish man 
just couldn't he shut his mouth? That's that's what they're known for. <laughs> so now you've offended the Irish as well. Brilliant, Scott. Uh, on Netflix, do check out Polar. I know some people are slating it, other people are enjoying it. I think it's one of those movies that you need to make your own mind up. Like, just go fucking watch it. If you don't enjoy it after the first hour, turn it off. But don't listen to everybody else's hate or everybody's positivity and uh, make your judgments on that. Scott, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us if they're new listeners? Yes, if you are a new listener, you can find us wherever you found us so far. If you're listening, you've already found us. Uh, if you want to interact with us more, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we are facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Scott and Liam versus Evil. You can find us on Twitter at Scott and Liam versus. We're on Instagram at Scott and Liam versus Evil. Email us at Scott and Liam versus Evil at hotmail.com. And make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast network you are using whether it's um, listening to us through SoundCloud whether you're subscribing through Apple Podcasts or whether you're subscribing through uh, where else are we on Google Spotify fuck knows we're on iTunes uh, subscribe like and review yeah brilliant so next week it's my pick uh, are you excited for that one Scott we're yeah, going to we're going to the 50s not told me what it is yet so I'm excited to find that out uh, well it's, it's one from the 50s and I'm in two minds I don't know whether to do a black and white one from early 50s or a colour one from late 50s you go with your gut I'm going to go with my gut because I've enjoyed the runes and I hope you keep this in mind next week when I pick out a movie that might be very special to me and if you ruin it I'm just going to edit all of this previous episode and <laughs> make, you, make you to sound like a fucking proper screaming racist <laughs> and I'm not even going to apologise for it <laughs> <laughs> so on that note we'll see you guys next week for episode 88 thanks for listening adios I can't believe I said lovely tits what colour is the sky I'm mi amor I'm mi amor you tell me that it's red I'm mi amor I'm mi amor where should I put my shoes I'm mi amor I'm mi amor you say put them on your head Ay, mi amor, ay, mi amor You make me un poco loco Un poquititito loco The way you keep me guessing I'm nodding and I'm guessing Now count it as a blessing That I'm only un poco loco